DIY Health Radio here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It's Tuesday, July 26, 2022. Sorry, first day with my new lips. And this program is meant to provide nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical component. Boy. Like I said, first day with my new lips. <laughs> a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I'm not a doctor, and that's a good thing. In my opinion, the doctors most people go to see when I have a health issue, MDs, are wrapped around the axle of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's been studying under the tutelage of one of, if not the top nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies raw materials they need to support and maintain good health. And when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing that's missing is the raw materials. When you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Then, <coughs> excuse me. You can visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. There's all kinds of information there. All the products we talk about are there, including the new iTeraCare device, which we're going to be talking about today. Uh, there's information on that at the top of the homepage, along with links to more information. So I encourage you to check that thing out. It is uh, having miraculous effects on lots and lots of people and can probably help you as well. Uh, so check that out. If you have any questions, make sure you hit the contact me button, send me an email, and uh, let me know what's going on. And we'll do everything we can to get your questions answered and get you back on the right track. Also, while you're there, make sure you hit the radio shows tab. At the top of the page is a link to the archive page set up through castbox.fm. And uh, there's over 850 shows up there now. They're all annotated as to what we talked about, as well as um, they're shareable via email and social media. So you can just have fun with those things. And if you scroll down a little further, you'll see the information of the shows we do, when they're on, and how you listen. And then at the bottom of the page is a link to the uh, Facebook page set up for the show, as well as the Telegram and there are tons and tons and tons of things on the Telegram channel that uh, we just keep putting up there. So, uh, lots of stuff, new things, uh, videos and testimonials about the iTeric Air device and lots of other stuff besides. I put a bunch of things up there last night. And uh, so check that out. And um, again, just have fun with it. Now, uh, keep in mind the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on the show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the Truth Frequency Radio Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. 
Nothing we say in a show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health or wealth issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only, so that as a responsible adult, you can use the show as a jumping off point to do your own research and due diligence to make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. The number to call into the show is 213-233-3998. That's 213-233-3998. One last time, 213-233-3998. And that having been said, I'm going to make a few changes here and get this stuff cleared up on the screen and we can get going. Like I said, um, I talked last Thursday a little bit about the iTera Care device and um, want to cover it some more today because this technology is just unbelievable. Basically what it is, it's a little wand about a 10 to 12 inches long. You plug it in. And it's basically like a hairdryer without a handle. The difference is it emits no harmful radiation whatsoever. Um, and it can dry your hair. <laughs> it has several heat set, it have several settings. You have uh, a blower, you have uh, a heat setting, and there's also um, a couple other things that come along for the ride that are really cool. Number one is terahertz wavelength frequencies that are the same um, frequencies that your body's cells are designed to absorb and react with. And um, basically these things help stimulate blood flow. They help clear the meridians and um, basically get your lymph flowing. Um, they stimulate stem cell uh, production and release. And there's just all kinds of neat things that happen as a result of that. And um, just amazing, amazing technology. And the cool part is where most um, electronic technology in this day and age, things like uh, Rife machines. I have one I bought about uh, in the, about 1997, and I paid close to $3,000 for it back then. Um, Beamers, uh, $6,000 plus. Um, Healy's, uh, the top model when I got mine a couple of years ago, was about 2500 bucks. And there's so many other things out there. I just recently obtained a thing called a Halo, um, which is a really cool device, but at $7,500, it's kind of uh, price prohibitive for most people. And quite honestly, I was really debating whether I wanted to get one or not. And had I known about this device when I was looking at that, I probably would have foregone that. <laughs> Uh, because this thing is only 350 bucks, And I'll tell you what, every single person that lays their hands on one does not want to let go of it. That's what's really cool. And I was just looking at, uh, we have a Telegram channel for our group that basically uh, supports, gives information about um, these devices and some new things. And uh, my buddy John posted um, a testimony last night from Nadia Stemberga. First time after four and a half years of dealing with cancer that I got some great results. Lung cancer, gone. Liver cancer, gone. Lymph nodes cleared, but still dealing with bone cancer and kidney cancer. Boy, she's got a ton of cancer. This has been a long road, but an amazing process. 
knowing that in April, the cancer in my liver was one centimeter and then lung cancer was three centimeters back then. Kidney cancer has grown a bit from one millimeter in April to four millimeters now. So I'll need to work on that and the bones. I feel so blessed. I will continue using my iTeraCare. This iTeraCare or, or this terahertz device changed my life. I got it in May, and within seven days, it subsided without. Uh, it subsided the persistent cough, where I would vomit and struggle to breathe. Where the oxygen machine or uh, where the oxygen machine or the steroids didn't do much for it. To hear the tumor in my lungs are cleared, this is just unbelievable. And again, that's something that this thing does is it basically protects the good cells and eliminates the bad ones, which, you know, cancer is bad cells. So I kind of figured I, this is the first time I've actually heard anything definitive on cancer, but I had a feeling that this thing would probably be beneficial for that. Now, I want to say right at the outset, this is not a medical device. Simple as that. It's basically an electron, uh, a household electronic device. And it just so happens that the stuff that comes out of this device supports your body's ability to heal itself. And that's basically all the kind of things that we deal with here. The longevity supplements, the same thing. We've had people, I know people personally and have met others who who had uh, stage four pancreatic cancer. I mean, that's some bad mamma jamma there. And we're told by their doctors to go home and get their affairs in order. They had less than three months to live. Well, instead of getting their affairs in order, they went home and did some research and got on longevity products. And in less than 90 days, they were cancer free. And they're still alive today, years and years and years later with no cancer. The doctors, of course, are totally dumbfounded because when you get a diagnosis of cancer stage four in pancreatic, that's pretty much a 100% death, death sentence. And uh, that is if <laughs> you rely on the allopathic medical community for your treatment because they don't have a clue. They have three things to offer chemotherapy, radiation, and surgery. None of those things have ever been or will ever be successful in getting rid of cancer. Because the cancer is not the tumor. The tumor is just a symptom of an overall systemic problem that you have from years and years and years of consuming the wrong foods and not getting the right supplements into your body. And when they dig out a tumor, oh yeah, we got it all, or they zap it with radiation, or heaven forbid they give you chemotherapy, because most of the time the chemotherapy is what kills the patient, it's not the cancer. And these people, you know, they will claim they got it, but you never, just it, it's never without fail, within two to five years, that person has cancer again, because they didn't get it. They just got rid of a tumor, which again was the symptom of an overall systemic body-wide problem that they have no clue about and they never did anything to help fix. Now, if they would have counseled that person, stop eating the 12 bad foods 
and get on a good nutritional supplementation program that gives your body the stuff it needs to stay and keep their cells healthy, then maybe they might have been successful. But because they don't know anything about clinical nutrition and they blow it away as, you know, because it doesn't make them any money. That's why I keep saying MDs are the worst people in the world to go to for a chronic health issue, which includes cancer. And if you find yourself in a position, it's, it's unfortunate because unfortunately most people, when they're diagnosed with cancer, they actually get the diagnosis from an MD. And then the MD is very good at telling them, if you don't do what I tell you, you're going to die. So they get scared to death. So they do what the MD tells them and they die anyway. Or the MD soaks all the money out of their system and just literally destroys their immune system and their body with all the crap that they try and hit them with, 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 you know, the, the uh, chemo and the radiation and all that junk. And when they've gotten to the point where they basically drained your insurance or your bank account, they then tell you, well, there's nothing more we can do to you, I mean, for you, and go home and get ready to die because we can't do anything else. We, they never could. If they'd give you that answer the first time, <laughs> a lot more people would not die from cancer. But instead, they go on and on and on, and they hit you with all this junk. And it's not until you're told, go home and get ready to die, that you finally start looking at alternatives, other things that you might do that could really help. And that's when people discover things uh, down the road uh, like nutrition, like juicing, like uh, fasting, all kinds of different things, and uh, herbs and, and mushrooms and so many natural things that, you know, the smart people do ahead of time to keep from ever getting cancer. But the the ones who are truly lucky, I mean, they've, they've uh, played the roulette wheel and, and blackjack with the MDs for so long that they finally get cut loose by the MDs and then they start looking at other things. And that's when they come across stuff that actually works. The smart thing, however, is to take proactive uh, actions and do the things that will prevent you from ever getting cancer in the first place. Things like nutritional supplementation, things like C60, things like the care device. Um, using this thing on a daily basis, you know, people are experiencing just all kinds of literally what we, most people call miraculous healings. Um, I watched some videos yesterday where a, uh, a guy was, could hardly walk um could not squat could not bend could not do anything and after one 20 minute session with this thing he was dancing he was doing knee, deep knee bends or squats uh where before he could hardly bend his knees at all and uh, had low back pain that was just killing him and he was bending over and doing all kinds of stuff it was like somebody drew you know lifted his head and drove a new body underneath it another lady who um just had a boatload well, I'm just going to read some of this. Uh, this is this lady. Her name is Kimmy. She's in Canada. This is my testimony. Let me see if I, I had a bigger version of this that was a little easier to read. I don't know if I kept that thing or not. I may have trashed it. Mm. 
Well, let's see here. If I can get down here. Ah, there it is. Much easier to read. This is my testimony. I've been using the wand, which is what a lot of people call it, the iTeraCare device, for five weeks. Let me start by saying I was really, really sick. And this is the killer. In 2009, I was injured by a flu shot. That was the start of her problems, injured by a flu shot. And now we have thousands and thousands and thousands of people injured by these COVID-19 bioweapons, who I honestly believe may be able to be helped with this as well. Anyway, in 2009, I was injured by a flu shot. It took three years for a diagnosis, which included psoriatic arthritis, fibromyalgia, and lupoid syndrome. I already had asthma, IBS, Renault syndrome, chronic pain syndrome, and depression. I had had some neurological issues for at least six years. I would randomly fall without tripping or any obstacles. I would feel like I had a cell phone on vibrate in my bra. I would have dizzy spells, brain confusion, and balance issues. These things never lasted long and went away with no return. Fast forward to this past February, I started feeling funny. Ended up being diagnosed with diabetes, but I knew something else was off. I kept saying, I just don't feel right. I started getting faint having a lot of dizzy spells, and my chest would hurt. Things started happening very quickly. I then started having internal tremors, external tremors, dizziness with eye movement, speech problems, both uh, finding words and speaking them. I had bladder issues. I would think I I, uh, was done, but I wasn't, much to my surprise in very regular occasions. I was having nerve pain, burning, pins and needles, numbness. My one leg would spasm and my other leg would feel dead and I would drag it behind me. Other times I would know I was on a flat surface, but would look like I was climbing upstairs. I started having head shakes like I had Parkinson's. I was having spasms. My head jerked to the side. My arm would fling out and my leg would kick. I cannot regulate my body temperature. I was so tired I was in bed 98% of my day. My brain hurt from tremors and my eyes were closed all the time. I then started having seizures. The condition I have is called FND or functional neurological disorder. The quality of life is less than those with MS or Parkinson's. I spent nine days in the hospital in the hallway with no testing done and I was sent home with zero answers. While in the hospital, I started posting about my journey. I had a man by the name of John King who said, when I returned, he would like to give me a treatment. I was very skeptical to say the least as I have spent tens of thousands of dollars in over 12 years trying to heal with zero success. But something told me to say yes. The day John came, my brain was very tired. I was having trouble speaking. My head was bobbing and my arms and hands were tremoring very badly. He did a 15 to 20 minute treatment, doing the top of my head, my palms, soles of my feet and my spine. This entire time I'm still thinking, oh yeah, sure. (laughs) I felt nothing. This didn't do a thing. He proceeded to wand my friend when all of a sudden 
I put out my hands and they were still. My head had stopped bobbing and I was speaking normally. I was shocked and elated. We purchased the wand and John left his behind for me as he knew I needed it more than he did. I have not walked with a walker since that first night. My head bob is gone. It never came back. My speech is fine now. That never came back since the first night. My bladder and bowel issues are gone. My external tremors are gone. My fatigue is gone unless I do a lot. I can think and com comprehend things. My life has improved so much in such a short amount of time. Attached is a before and after in a 30 minutes of a, uh, a before and after 30 minute session, only the second time I used it. For those who want to follow my journey, I have a Facebook group. And this is the next thing she posted. Today, I'd like to talk about not my physical symptoms, but my mental health. Like many who suffer from chronic pain and illness, mental health seems to follow. A huge decrease in mental health. The want for it all to end, for the suffering to stop. I mean, we put our pets down when they suffer. I have struggled with mental health and suicidal thoughts most of my adult life. My children and those who love me were uh, my only reason to keep going. But I must admit, when my last health uh, scare happened, I was at my end. I could not see any light at the end of the tunnel, no matter how much I love my family, which is immeasurable. I just did not want to live my life like this. I was hopeless. My faith in God was diminishing more every day. Why was he making me suffer so much? I thought I must have done something terribly wrong and somehow deserved it all. I've always been a selfless person, always going the extra mile to help another, but never really got the same in return. Then that morning when I got out of bed on the opposite side for no reason, I never do that, God spoke to me and for the first time I think I really heard him. He told me he was going to heal me. After five weeks of wanding, using the iTeraCare device, my mind is clear, I'm no longer anxious, I can think clearly, my depression is no more, I'm joyful, truly joyful, my pain is gone, I know I'm able to give God my problems and calmly know that every, everything in my life will work out. I no longer stress about everything. I, le I can let it, all, let it go and release it. I'm not, um, now I'm only focused on healing my body and sharing my healing with anyone who will listen because I know as much as it has helped me, it will help everyone. I'm finally me again, someone I lost such a long time ago. I hope you can all see the shine because, see me shine because my light will never dim again. That's some pretty wild stuff. And the video is on my Telegram channel. You can see it there. Um, it is very amazing. The first, they show first her walking without it and I mean, she literally looks like she has Parkinson's. Every step is labored. Uh, she At the end of the walk, she holds her hands out in front of her, and they're shaking like crazy. Then she has the 15 to 20-minute session, and from that point on, she's walking better, and she puts her hands up, and there's no shaking. And then after four and a half, five weeks or so, you see her, and she's running around her house doing, you know, cleaning, you know, putting things in the dishwasher and moving around, and you would not know that any of this ever happened. It's absolutely unbelievable. 
the things that people are experiencing from this device are nothing short of amazing. Um, I'm just looking at uh, some of the other things. Um, this is something that we just got posted last night. This is from John Scavola, who's my upline. Uh, he's two people above me and his sponsor in this business. The beginning of the year, he was on food stamps. Now he is making about twenty to thirty thousand dollars a month uh, because these things literally are flying off the shelf. Everybody that touches one wants one, and um, they literally sell themselves, especially at three hundred and fifty bucks a piece. <laughs> now there's there's some more expensive models. They have a, a commercial grade one called the Pro that's thirty five hundred, but that one is designed primarily for for clinical use. It has um, it's a much more heavy-duty, robust device designed to run continuously for hours on end, where this the, the classic model, the home use one, is designed to automatically shut off after an hour if you run it that long. Uh, so it won't have any issues. It'll cool down and then it'll start back up again. Um, but the Pro model obviously is designed for heavy-duty, day-after-day use. Um, but the technology is the same in both of them. You know, which is really cool. But this is neat. Wow. Today, my homeopathic doctor's wife, uh, uh, Dr. Misty, told or pointed out to me that the blue light emanating from your iTeraCare de device is not just for directional targeting. Blue light therapy or BLT is a popular uh, acne treatment for people of all ages. Blue light therapy can uh, help clear up acne and treat sun damage. The most popular use of blue light therapy today is for the treatment of mild to uh, moderate inflammatory acne. Uh, blue light kills acne bacteria quickly, naturally, without any side effects. What many people don't realize, though, is that dermatologists have been providing blue light therapy to patients for a number of years now to help prevent or remove skin issues and achieve other important skin care goals. Blue light therapy is, uh, can also treat other types of skin disorders. It can be used to improve skin texture and reduce sebaceous hyperplasia or enlarged oil glands and help with removing sunspots, acne, even scars that were originally caused by acne. Stick with us. We'll be back in three minutes. We'll continue on more DIY healthier on the True Frequency Radio Network. We'll be right back. Cancer research, the biggest revenue. They make all those billions lying to me and you. The same folks that brought you this toxic sewer are now going to bring us all a cure. Somehow I just don't think so. Now the IRS gets billions from people like you and me. Then Medicare pumps it back to the drug lords, don't you? And we are back with uh, the second segment of today's edition of Your DIY Health. And uh, I was, uh, what was I doing? Oh, yeah, I was reading a thing about blue light therapy. And I'm going to finish that off. Blue light therapy kills bad bacteria, even the antibiotic-resistant kind. It would be a good idea to have a blue light therapy product around the house to disinfect everyday cuts, scrapes, bites, and burns for the whole family. About two minutes of exposure to blue light should be enough for prevention. 
The great thing is, it's totally painless. Blue light also kills the bacteria that causes periodontal disease. You can find uh, toothbrushes with blue light, blue LEDs embedded in them uh, exactly for this purpose. Teeth whitening devices that use blue light for activation should also work. So open your mouth wider, please, and apply blue light and terahertz therapy to your gums. Blue light therapy is the standard treatment for conditions where the liver function is reduced, such as neonatal jaundice and uh, Kreiger-Niger syndrome. Never heard of that one. Um, it is able to penetrate the skin just enough to interact with the blood in the capillaries, neutralizing toxins as they pass through. It only stands to reason that if blue light can support the liver in such extreme conditions, it can certainly support the liver on a regular basis. I terror care device, get yours now. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's pretty cool. So that's just one of the things that you get with the iTeraCare device. And um, it's really a situation, a really interesting deal. I just got an email this morning saying that mine have been shipped by Priority Mail. And hopefully I will have them by the end of the week. Um, I can't wait to start playing with this thing. Um, on my afternoon show yesterday, I had uh, one guy that said his was just delivered and couldn't wait to start playing with it. And uh, another one who theirs, theirs is supposed to be delivered today. I'm kind of jealous because I got signed up before they did, but they're shipped from the Utah uh, facility and mine are coming from Pennsylvania. And Pennsylvania apparently ran out and had to wait for a new uh, bunch to arrive. So uh, I got kind of, but still, and there's some folks that are waiting. I think August 8th is the next date that they're looking at. But anyway, this is a, a little video of Dr. James Ong, who's one of the principals of the company. And he's talking with another guest, Dr. Arani Toledo. I think she's somewhere in South America. It doesn't really, I'm not sure if he actually says, but she's got some interesting testimonies here that I want to listen to. Here we go. Very interesting guest with us. We have um, Dr. Anne-Ari uh, Toledo from the Philippines, as well as Mr. Ethan Leeds, who is actually originally from the UK, but now residing in Brazil. All right. So let's get going and let's welcome Ms. Uh, Dr. Anne-Ari Toledo. How are you today? <laughs> okay. Everything is great. Thank Everything you. Everything is great. Well, as they say, better yes. than ever, right? So we yes. have no hiccup. That's fine, all right? Because <laughs> after this live stream, I hope many people will start sharing this uh, recorded video after the live stream. Well, Dr. Ennery, um, to kickstart this um, uh, you know, live stream interview, uh, perhaps you would like to tell us um, a little bit about your background, because as I spoke to you, uh, I understand that you're actually a dental graduate. And, and what, what sort of led you into this um, alternative uh, practice? Okay. Uh, I graduated dental medicine because my father is actually an oral surgeon. And um, being the eldest in the family, he would expect me to become the next one, right? I'm the successor. And... Um, being a good daughter, I wanted to finish it and fulfill the promise that I said to my dad, yes, I'm going to graduate. 
And then as soon as I graduated, I said, Dad, I want to become a neurosurgeon. And he goes, what? And then I said, like, no. I thought of what's happening around my family. Um, it would have been nice if I could help people to become healthy without, you know, um, getting rid of what is supposed to be placed in the in the food on the table. That means don't wreck the pocket. So yeah. I love the naturopathic way. And um, that was where my heart is all the time. Anything that I look at, every opportunity that comes my way, my eyes is focused on helping people. That's why I was led to it. Yeah, and also I think you you mentioned that you wanted to help your dad, right? I mean, that's what um, spurred you on to learn as much as you can on, on how to do that. And in the process, I guess you have uh, gone into many different types of alternative uh, practice. And um, yeah, I mean, what, what was the, the main um, uh, reason that you got involved in um, iTerra Care? I guess that's the main question that, you know, people, right. you know, live stream. Yeah. What led you? Yeah. It was introduced to me by a colleague of mine um, who was connected with me with another company. And um, he offered this to other people, but I think I was the only one that really um, focused on it, uh, did my due diligence, and I prayed for it. And I said, Lord, if this is going to work to really help a lot of people, show me the way. And to make the long story short, I got in. And I said, yes, we're going to do this. And I'm very happy about my decision that I it's doing a lot of things for so many people right now. And I praise God for that. All glory to him um, and honor and praise to God because a lot of people have been blessed and continuously being blessed right now. Like in your situation, I mean, when you first used the device, I mean, how, how did it convince you? I mean, did something change within you? Yeah. Oh, yes. That particular time, because of continuous exposure to the blue light in the computer, uh, the, the mobile phone, it kind of made my eyes, my vision blurry. And I said, oh my gosh, I only have one set of eyes and I need to protect my eyes. Please send me something that would help me, you know? And when um, I was introduced to this, I used it on my eyes and like, lo and behold, it was like, wow. Uh, I know that the product, the device is good, but it's so amazing that my vision became clear the minute that I used it. Um, just about maybe I did it only for about five minutes. I can't remember the, the length, but it's just a short duration. I said, wow, this is amazing. It really gave me a clearer vision. And that got my attention, really got my attention. Okay. And yeah. Anything else after that? I mean, uh, did you try it on other people or your family oh, yes. members or anything else that convinced okay. you? Okay. Yeah. So after that, so that was one. So I treated my half of my face. All right. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> half of my face first, because that time it was just me, right? It was uh, COVID and all that stuff, right? And I said, okay, I'm going to try it, take a picture. 
and treated half of my face. And then I wanted to use that because I'm going to have a demo to one of the daughters of a senator in the Philippines. And I wanted her to see personally that half of my face, this is the result, and this is not thought, something like that. And she was amazed because really um, half of my face got lifted no double chin on the other side, but the other one is <laughs> That one, that one is like, oh, amazing, amazing. And then I was able to go to my mom and then um, treated, you know, not really treated, but did the therapy on her. And she was lying down. I told her, lie down, ma, lie down. So I was doing the therapy and all that stuff. And then my sister was, uh, was very busy that time. She actually looked where my mom is, it's like, what happened to mom? I said, why? What happened? Ma, you look like you had a facelift. I said, really? And then when I look at her, I did not look. I did not talk. I just kept doing the therapy. She, she, looked, she looked younger, right? Your mom should be pleased with that. Oh, yes. <laughs> she was so happy. And guess what? That effect did not leave her anymore. Oh, That's wow. amazing. That wow. blew my mind. It's like, what? Really? Ma, you look so young. I mean, so you're saying that it became permanent? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. She's so happy. She's so happy. She's 78 years old now. All right? Mm. And she just turned 78. And mm. not that alone. When I look at her leg, her foot, the, uh, the anterior part of the foot, on yeah. both feet, okay, on the feet, it was almost black. Wow. Because of her varicosity. Okay? okay. That dense. That dense. So that's why she's having a hard time walking and all that. That particular therapy alone, oh my gosh. It actually showed the microcirculation happening because yeah. the color black became lighter and lighter and almost normal. That's like the one that I, you know, Joy, Joy, who is your... Yes, Yes, my coding. Yes, yes, yes. And that's how she she shared the bishop last week. And um, why do you think eye therapy, I mean, from your point of view, why do you think, I mean, something at the cellular level? What do you think? Okay, this is how it works. This is how it works. Because the eye care has the blowing the terahertz frequency, okay? The terahertz frequency that this device um, actually blows out is, the healthy frequency. Okay, when the body uh, has this um, terahertz frequency inside the body, the healthy cells vibrate the same way. Okay, so but if you have abnormal cells in the body that they don't they don't uh, vibrate the same way, they become more um, moderately higher temperature, and at the same time the vibration is faster. So that that this the detoxification is now going to start. That's where the activity happens. And now regarding the microcirculation, what it's doing is um, the blood vessels, all right, will actually be dilated and it will remove whatever is there that is clogging that um, blood vessel. That's why it's now, the microcirculation now is happening. That's how it is. So when when you actually use the care device and blow on the 
on the water that you drink, okay, like you blow it here uh, just for one minute actually or two minutes, and then you drink yeah. that water. What's going to happen? That, is, I do that every day. I do that every yes. day. Yes. So the, what's going to happen is it's it's like this. This is fascinating because before you drink your water, you if you have a live blood analysis machine, okay, I'm going to say this. This is really uh, it is just really recorded and everything else that I saw it in my own eyes. The live blood analysis before drinking that charged water, what's going to happen is you will see that your blood is clumped together. Okay, it's like uh, it's not it's not having the social distancing thing. Okay, <laughs> but nice, nice way to yes, explain. <laughs> yes. So, but after you drink it, immediately take the live blood analysis. Oh my goodness. They are disciplined. They go social distancing. They don't clump together the blood, the red blood cells. That's amazing, right? So you I know, really I know, see I know. How the activity of the microcirculation yeah. is happening? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, um, Dr. Ennery, thank you so much for you know your explanation and your sharing and coming here and well, better late than never, right? So we had a small hiccup, but. All of us, including Ethan, we are all pretty cool. <laughs> so uh, everyone um, enjoyed this, uh, what uh, Dr. Henry has uh, shared with us. And uh, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Henry, for today's uh, sharing and hope to see you again in the near future. Hopefully oh, yes, yeah, we have a lot of things to talk about. I'm sure we do. Yes, you forgot to ask me about the 10-year um, stroke patient. Oh, yeah, the 10-year stroke patient. Tell us about yes. it. Um, he, was, he was attending our presentation um, in that was done in Cavite. And he was having a hard time. They were complaining, why are you doing the presentation on the second floor? We didn't know, right? And then he was there and then um, had the therapy, couldn't even open his fist. Not even. So what happened was we blew on him. And then after the therapy, that's about an hour that we did, his hand became looser, okay, wow. it opened up, and then, huh, amazing, he stood up, went to the men's room without the wife assistant. It was the wife assisting him at all <laughs> these times, and he was jumping up and down, and he was like, I'm going to go jogging, I'm going to go jogging. Oh, my God. He, <laughs> he can manage to assist himself to the men's room. My gosh, it's really amazing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. This that's is that's why one I, of always those. Say, I always say this. I mean, no problem is too small, right? Oh, Normal yes. in life that we take for granted, but to a person having that problem, going to the toilet or CR himself, I mean, hey, that's a huge thing, you know? And the smile on his face and the wife, it's like, oh, that's priceless. It's really priceless. I know, I know. Yes, yes. Jumping up and down. When, yeah. You know, uh, going down the stairs without any assistance. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's a miracle. <laughs> I mean, in, in Tagalog, if I may say, sarabna feeling, right? Your feeling was... Oh, yes. You feel the joy when you help someone. And Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Thank you so much, you know, uh, for sharing that. And yes. keep up the good work. Keep up the sharing, you know. And, oh, uh, 
never know. A lot more people out there. Oh, a lot more. <laughs> if we only have the luxury of time, there's so I many know, other stories, right? Yeah. So thank yeah. you so much, uh, Dr. Enery Toledo, for being with us today. Thank you so much. Maraming maraming salamat po. And now I'm going to introduce our second guest, uh, Mr. Ethan Leeds. Um, well, um, here we have a very... I'm going to go ahead and stop it there. Um, and that's just one of a boatload. <laughs> I mean, there are more and more of these testimonies come in on a daily basis. Um, the next guy, unfortunately, the audio was kind of crappy and uh, it was hard to understand what was being said. But um, it's just absolutely amazing the things that people are doing. And especially the uh, from the uh, skincare aspect. Something that um, most people don't really think too much about. Most of them are worried more about, um, you know, actual health issues per se. But I have seen some before and after images. And in some cases where they would treat one half of the face and leave the other half as it was. And it was a night and day difference. Uh, crow's feet, wrinkles on one side and perfectly smooth skin on the other. And uh, that is, you know, for men and women, that is a tremendous thing. You know, I have had bags under my eyes for years, and I don't know what it is. Something that started when I was a little kid, I was always pulling down on my, on the skin under my eyes. I don't know what it was, but I would, it would feel like something was plugged up or whatever, and I'd pull down on that skin, and it just got to the point where it was stretched out and I've got these bags under my eyes that are all, almost always there. And I am really, really looking forward to trying this and seeing if it helps to lessen or maybe even get rid of those things. Because it will definitely uh, change your appearance and make you look a lot younger. And uh, everybody wants to look younger unless you're already really young and then you want to look older. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, life is funny. But uh, uh, this device is absolutely everything that I've seen and heard so far. You know, I have friends that actually have them and have been using them for a few weeks. And one lady is, uh, she's diabetic and has kidney failure and uh, for years has not been able to put shoe, regular shoes on because her feet, uh, she has edema where, you know, water retention. And on top of that, her toes are numb and cold all the time. And she started using this thing and pointed at her feet. And within no time at all, the edema was gone and her toes warmed up and she could actually move them. And, and for the first time in years, she was able to put shoes on. With one session, you know, 15, 20 minutes, that is unheard of. I mean, that's something that people would kill for. <laughs> I mean, it's absolutely amazing. And uh, she's experiencing more and more things, sleeping better. That's one of the things that I've heard over and over again, especially with guys. Uh, if you're up a lot at night, you know, two, three, four, five times going to the bathroom, um, that can be very annoying and it really cuts down on your ability to get decent sleep. And, um, 
there have been guys, you know, my sponsor or one above me, John uh, Scavallo, the guy who uh, I read about the blue light originally, you know, earlier in the show. Uh, he experienced that very thing simply by using it and pointing at his prostate area. Um, he started sleeping through the night. And that is something that would be, I mean, most people would kill for that too. You know, when you're young, it's not a problem. You lay down and you sleep forever. But the older you get, boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, you're up every hour or two. And uh, that gets old. And to be able to turn that around and get to where you can sleep, you know, a good six, seven, eight hours uh, without getting up in the middle of it, that would be a wonderful thing. And, uh, you know, it's just amazing the different things that uh, people have used these things for and the reports that we're getting um, are stunning. And I have yet, I've been searching and searching and I cannot find anything negative anywhere about these devices. You can go to my Telegram channel, which, you know, go to, go to Telegram and just search for your DIY health and uh, you can subscribe to the channel and see all the stuff i put like i said i've got videos and all kinds of things up there um i encourage you to to check it out and um i'm going to there's a couple things i'm going to be posting i'm just going to try and try and figure out how to do this here because it doesn't allow the actual posting <laughs> let me see if this works uh, didn't get the picture oh well um Got to get that cancer testimony, too. But uh, there's just some amazing, amazing stuff. Um, this is it's called 3-in-1 Core Technology. Energy healing is a traditional healing system that restores the balance and flow of energy throughout the body, mind, and soul. This technique works directly with the physical, emotional, and spiritual aspects of well-being. It is used to support various medical conditions, especially ailments related to mental health. It addresses illness due to the disturbance of the energy flow in the body. Crystal technology, optical quartz crystal is used in this process to draw out impurities from the body. It amplifies the energy generated by the device, creating a more powerful resort. resort mimics one fortieth of the sunlight's uv energy it strengthens auric uh, fields in the body quantum energy quantum is based on the principle of resonance and balance which enhances the immune system and terahertz frequencies resonates and activates our healthy and dominant cells it has also been shown to eliminate bad mutated or free radical cells in the process and that is a huge, huge thing. Um, so, uh, let's see here. I'm going to get as much of this stuff. Well, I thought I was. <laughs> um, apparently, I can only do a little bit of time. But I'm post taking this from one place and putting it into another. The cancer testimony is now there. Um Let's see here. Yep. It's just, a, you know, I, I cannot believe what I'm hearing and seeing from people who have used these things. 
and I just hope that uh, people will um, take a look at it. You know, you, you, my direct website is thzforlife.com. That's Tom T. Tom H. Henry Z. Zebra, the number four, L. I. F. E. T. H. Z. Four Life. Dot com. And there's a uh, a little video there that plays, and then there's a button that says "Get More Information." If you click that, it asks for your name, your email address, and your phone number, which comes directly to me. I don't sell it. I don't use it for anything except, you know, so I know that somebody's looking. And then the next page has uh, several videos, including a half a dozen testimonials of different people of different things. And then at the bottom is a get started button. When you click that, it brings up a form where you can put in your information to place an order. And that includes everything but payment information. Uh, right now, the, uh, the company's so new, they have yet to set up a credit card acceptance process. So basically right now, um, the individual distributors are you know, working primarily with PayPal. But I've set up a credit card uh, acceptance capability. The only problem is uh, that system charges additional fees. So if you want to use a credit card to buy one of these, the price would be 365 instead of 350. Um, you know, it is a downside, but most people are willing to pay that without any problem. Anyway, stick with us and we'll be back at the top of the hour with more your DIY health here in three minutes. We'll be right back. two of your DIY health on here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. We, so far today, we've been talking about the iTeraCare device, and before the break, I was talking about uh, the process of purchasing and ordering and that kind of thing, and I was mentioning that the, uh, the credit card system is not set up yet for the distributors, um, and as a result, um, if you want to use a credit card, I have a, uh, a system available. However, the company that I'm using, and they're all like this, uh, doesn't make any difference to it is, they all charge fees. You know, that's how they make their money. And unfortunately, in order to get $350, I have to charge $365 because the company's, you know, the credit card processor is going to charge uh, extra fees in order to, you know, cover their expenses, which is totally ex expected. So basically, at this point, if you want to use a credit card, um, you need to pay a little extra. Most people, however, I have not met, not found anybody who wasn't willing to. Um, they want them so bad. 
but there are other options. If you have PayPal, uh, friends and family, you can PayPal the money to me directly and that'll work just fine. You just have to make sure you're using friends and family and that the system isn't taking out fees. I've had a couple of people that didn't pay attention to that and they took out fees and then they had to send extra to cover that. And it's it's kind of a pain, so you just watch. And, uh, you know, I have instructions I email to people when they once they send the form to me that has their ordering uh, information, I send them an email that tells them all the different ways. I also have Venmo set up. I haven't used that yet, so I'm not sure exactly how that's uh, going to work, but it should be similar to PayPal. You just have to make sure that there aren't any fees taken out and adjust it accordingly if it does. Um, and there's also the old-fashioned money order. Uh, if you take a picture of the money order, especially if it's a postal money order, and then send it to me via USPS, United States Postal Service, priority mail, that is a key thing has to come by priority mail so I know when it's going to arrive. And you send me a photo or send me an email that has the picture of the money order and the tracking number for the um, uh, postal service or for the, the package. And then once I get that email, I will place your order. I will not wait until uh, the payment arrives. I'll place your order and it comes out of my my funds and I sit there and basically eat it until the payment arrives. If you don't do that and you mail it to me, I'm not going to place the order until the money to the payment arrives. I just can't do that. So anyway, um, that's how we can do it right now. And the process is working. Um, I've had several people use all the different things. I've got uh, uh, funds arriving tomorrow by by um, money order by mail. Uh, I had people use the um, everything except Venmo. I just set that up the other day. No one's used it yet because I haven't told many people about it. <laughs> but they've done PayPal. They've done the credit card stuff. Um, whatever works for you is fine with me. Um, and like I said, uh, the credit card stuff also, uh, PayPal, I set up a, a thing with them. And unfortunately, they are holding my funds for three weeks, um, which stinks. And I even spent an hour and a half on the phone with PayPal getting it straightened out. And they said, you know, I said, look, I've been with you for years and years and years. I just converted from a regular account to a commercial account. And they said, yeah, you're right. We'll get those released. And they didn't. <laughs> so they're still sitting on my credit card funds. Luckily, the, the ones that come regular by PayPal, those are going through without any trouble. But the ones that are done by credit card, they're sitting on. And that stinks. And there's no reason for it, but they got the control. So anyway, um, that's the deal. Um, I encourage you to check out the um, the website. You know, you can either go to yourdiyhealth.com and at the top of the homepage, there's information there and links to the other page, or you can go to THZ for life. Tom Henry Zebra, the number four, L-I-F-E dot com. THZ for life dot com. And that takes you right to the site where you can get information, watch videos, all that kind of stuff, and um, really, really get some good information. So anyway, just wanted to cover that, and uh, we're going to move right along, see what else is going on here. Um, I can figure out where my news feed went. There it is. And sure enough, Vaccinated individuals are infecting the uninjected with dangerous graphene oxide, says biomedicine expert. And that's something we've been afraid of for quite a while. 
didn't know whether um, we know that they're going to transmit the spike proteins, but we weren't sure what would be the issue with the um, graphene oxide. Dr. Philip Van Welbergen, one of the original experts to find damage from the in the blood due to the Wuhan coronavirus COVID-19 jabs, found that uninjected individuals have graphene and self-assembling nanoparticles in their blood, a manifestation of shedding or transmission from those who took the shots. Van Welbergen is a specialist in biomedicine who deals in chronic cases. He has post-grad work in women's health and pharmacology, biopharmacology, advanced pain management, and aesthetic medicine, which is why he was able to detect developments of patients that were seemingly out of character or did not make sense in terms of the patient's diagnostic history. One of the tests that we run routinely as a diagnostic support tool is red blood cell morphology. It means that certain conditions can change the shape of the perfectly good red blood cell from a lovely little donut with a dimple to a very strange shape. He explained during a recent appearance on the Dr. Jane Ruby show. The host, Dr. Jane Ruby, pointed out that there are two main ways the injections, whatever is in them, can be transferred to another person who is not injected. This could be through inhalation or skin-to-skin contact. Dr. Wellberger said that in looking at the blood, uh, pure blood smears, which he took straight from an individual to the microscope, he noticed that the unstained blood started picking up unusual tiny structures that he has never seen before. He then presented data showing that red blood cells, which are usually round and donut-shaped, uh, kind of like a lozenge or a disc with a little dimple in the middle, uh, have been damaged by the spike protein. Those cells have become quadrangles or octagon shape instead of round. They have become uh, messed up due to the spike protein damage and cannot be restored. You can't repair red blood cells, Van Wilbergen explained. So these things are basically lost to us. Moreover, because these cells have lost their shape, they cannot move through the macro circulatory system. Instead, they just bunch it up together and block things. The uninjected somehow ended up full of graphene and self-assembling nanoparticles in their blood, which is the manifestation of shedding or transmission of those who took the injections themselves. This is often seen in uninjected children with injected parents. Children who have been infected with graphene oxide in their bodies have seen different effects, although gastrointestinal complaints are the most common. This is because the cells are associated with ulcers, bleeding, and even some forms of cancer. Parents essentially allowing death of children if they let them get injected against COVID-19. Taking a sample from a three-year-old, Van Welbergen showed that the child's blood showed the presence of sloughed graphene fragments in blood samples, which he said were likely to have been passed down. Another sample uh, from an eight-year-old uninjected child had his right arm and his upper right leg basically paralyzed and his thigh unable to move normally. 
Van Wellbergen said this means this the child has experienced graphene transmission and infection. Van Wellbergen is, is not the only one who saw the negative effects of graphene oxide and injections on human red blood cells. Dr. Barbell Jitala and his colleague Axel Boland, uh, along with two lawyers, Holger Fisher and Elmar Becker, found graphene oxide in their bodies after they had been injected with Johnson & Johnson's COVID-19 injection. Swiss researcher, good grief, Armin Karane found that uh, vaccination causes immediate blood clotting at the microscopic level, with the worst effects on human blood seen after the second injection. British microbiologist Dr. Sikret Bhakti also said that if uh, parents allow their children to be injected against COVID-19 virus, it means they are willing to have their children killed. Yeah. And this is a little video with Dr. Jane Ruby. Let's see. How the unjabbed. Self-Cortez Wealth Management is a great choice. To the unjabbed. Self-spreading bioweapons are inescapable, according to one of my guests today. I'm going to be bringing you a meeting with UK physician and scientist, Dr. Philippe Van Welbergen, one of the original experts to find damage to the blood from the bioweapon shots in his own patients when standard diagnostic tests failed to show any abnormalities. Now, Dr. Philippe reports on a very new finding that the unjabbed are full of graphene and self-assembling nanoparticles in their blood. The manifestation of shedding from those who took these dangerous bioweapon shots for the fake COVID-19 scam. And in the last segment, I'm bringing you an organic farmer, herbologist, and raw food expert, all in one person, to show us how we can reduce the ravages of inflammation from these attacks. This is the Dr. Jane Ruby Show, and you're about to enter Truth in Medicine. Well, Dr. Philippe Van Welbergen has been at the tip of the spear of the physical damage from the COVID-19 bioweapon shots from day one. He's a distinguished physician in the UK, and he's demonstrated countless evidence in microscopy documenting the damage to the blood of the jabbed. Now he says he has startling new evidence that those of us who have not taken this shot uh, are suffering. Our blood shows it, and we see graphene, self-assembling nanoparticles, blood clotting, and millions of red blood cells no longer functioning. Are we in as much danger as those who took this toxic poison shot? Well, I asked Dr. Philippe to join me and help us answer that question, and he's here today. Dr. Philippe, Great to see you again. And you, and, and you, Dr. Jane. Yeah, it's been That's a long good. time. It's been a long time. You're looking well, thank God. Doing great. Thank you. 
Dr. Philippe, I, I want to start by, um, first of all, talking about the issue of shedding. You're an expert. You've been working and looking at the blood for a long time. Can we talk a little bit about where this idea came from? We, it came from Pfizer, but let's talk about uh, how that started. Yes. Um, I'm, uh, uh, I'm a specialist in, in biomedicine, and we deal with chronic cases. Uh, I have post-grad work in, in women's health, in pharmacology, biopharmacology, advanced pain management, um, and also in aesthetic medicine. Um, and we get a variety of patients coming through. We know our patients, and some of the developments were very much out of character. Um, it, it didn't make sense in terms of the history of those patients. Uh, and one of the tests that we run uh, routinely as a diagnostic support tool is red blood cell morphology. It means that um, certain conditions can change the shape of a perfectly good red blood cell from a, a lovely little donut with a dimple to very strange shapes, and it is still that same red blood cell. So that change cell is the smoke as where there is fire, there is a smoke. The condition is the fire, the change cell is the smoke. The change cell does not cause the condition, it is the result of one. Right, understood, understood. Now, you, you, you started looking at the, the blood changes in the jabbed, and, and you, yeah. you got a lot of that evidence. Uh, before we... You're starting to see it in the unjab, but before we get to that, I want to talk about this document very briefly uh, that you have, many of us have. It's in Pfizer's own documents, originally leaked, now out there in the public domain. And the two, they established themselves that the two main ways of transferring these injections, whatever the hell is in them, to another person who's not injected were inhalation and skin-to-skin -skin contact. Is that right? It is. And um, this is where the morphology came in because we didn't know what we were looking at. We, we saw, we don't stain these slides. They are okay. um, blood smears. They're pure blood smears as is. They don't leave our practice. They travel from where I harvest blood straight to the microscope. We have a look and record what we see. They're unstained. They're not intervened with in any way at all. And I started picking up very unusual, tiny, minuscule structures that I had never seen before. In, in, actually, the, right. in the unjabbed, correct? No, no. At that point, we actually had no next. Looks like his uh, Dr. Philippe? thing froze. <laughs> Dr. Philippe, always a challenge when we are live, uh, you know, from, from over, over the ocean. Um, I want I want to jump to the unjab. We, we you've, you're well established in finding all kinds of abnormalities and damage to the beautiful red blood cells in the jab. We all know that. It, you know, we have limited time with you today. We're going to do this, by the way, in two parts. I want people to know you're you're going to want to see the second segment because Dr. Philippe has so much to show us. And I want to start with picture one because what you're talking about here in the unjabbed. Dr. Philippe, what you started to notice, uh, your unjabbed patients were coming in not feeling well, and so you looked at their blood. And picture is picture one uh, what you started to see? Um, yes. 
the unjabbed actually go right back. We, we uh, picked that up quite a while ago, and that fitted the Pfizer document profile like a glove because one male patient came to us with, with uh, a neurasthenia with fatigue. He was not jabbed. He didn't leave his home because there was work from home. His wife was jabbed. She left home, came back, and he presented with very similar cells to what we see in jabbed patients. Wow. And I wondered, how the hell did that work? That and was so, my first indication that there was a leak somewhere, a, a shedding. Okay, and so in this picture one, and actually picture two is very similar, but picture one, there there are only one or two red blood cells that look like round donuts. The other ones have these sort of spiky changes. Uh, they're not perfectly round. What is that? Well, the the um, the first blood cell, the first slide gives you an assembly of a reduced graphene oxide. But what you see is a phenomenon that we see in jabbed and in unjabbed patients, mm. where the polarity actually pushes back the blood cells and uh, creates a space. It also creates something which is called um, hypochromia, which is the discoloration of, mm. the, uh, of, the, of the red blood cell, the hemoglobin is stripped up. So they become essentially useless. And in the lower half of that first slide, you see microclotting. Yes. That is also a thing that we, we check in patients with a D-dimer test. And um, even in asymptomatic patients, we see an elevated D-dimer. Yes. Um, so uh, we yes. run that routinely as well. Now, in I... that second slide, you, you see a, um, a development in that the, the cells that should be donut-shaped. I'm, I'm yes. You're public, you're broader public. They should be like a donut with a dimple in it. Yes. Beautifully donut these things are uh, quadrangles. They're octagonal, hexagonal. Uh, what what has what has happened to those red blood cells that are all octa octagonal and uh, all messed up like that? What are they doing? They've actually been they've been damaged by uh, the the spike protein, um, mm. and they cannot be restored. You can't you can't repair red blood cells. So these things are basically lost to us. They're um, lost for 120 days, right? We make new red blood cells every 120 days. Wow. So you better have a lot. Okay. Dr. Philippe. These things in move. That is the other problem. They're not going to actually move through the, the microcirculatory system because they've lost their shape. They're going to bunch together and, and, and block things. And in there you see a shape of a... Um, uh, reduced graphene oxide structure. It has a, a cell wall around it, a wall around it which is densely black, so that is a and accumulation we are, of layer. We are in picture two, right? With that that circular and, thing at the top. Okay. What is that, Doctor Philippe? That is reduced graphene oxide, which has organized itself. The paler gray in the middle of it um, reflects fewer layers, because the more layers are stacked on top of one another, the blacker, the darker it gets, and that's what you see in that wall. Well, but what, what this demonstrates is something very interesting. Inside it, you see also, again, tubular structures, which is re reduced graphene oxide, 
And the third, furthest one to your right has two heads on it. And that is a very recent development. To the left, you see one which has only one head on it. But the critical bit is that it will open up its cell walls, if you will, as a gate. It will, and it will only let in similar structures, similar cells from reduced graphene oxide. It will not allow anything else in. So it's a very oh intelligent God. structure. Oh, my God. So it is, it, is this how it self-assembles and makes itself bigger? Yes, it attracts, um, it, it attracts uh, wandering bits of graphene, reduced graphene oxide. They can be little fragments. Um, it attracts it to itself. Then that cell wall will open and let it in. It will absorb it and close behind it. And then you start finding these structures inside it, and then eventually these morph into an entirely different structure, which can be as 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 large as ten full microscope fields. Um, oh so my they, God! They're, they're organized. They're highly selective. They're very very selective. They will not let in anything other than the graphene uh, structures, than graphene particles. Oh, Dr. Felipe, I, I have a question, uh, but I want to go to picture four first. This is a picture of clumped blood cells. And then there's a, I believe it's a three-sided graphene with the uh, the luminescent gold tubes inside of it. Picture four. Yes. Tell me I'm about what is this? This is the, the effect that... Um, Graphene oxide in, in its in, in and in its original phase has on certain patients where it creates these these uh, the microthrombus structures, and um, that is completely damaged blood. It is it is not going to serve any purpose. It can't actually service um, organs or systems. It is actually lost to us. And this is the stuff that if it uh, coagulates ever further starts being responsible for uh, um, uh, uh, thrombosis. And that is wow. what you see in action. What you see around it is um, deformed red blood cells. And um, uh, some of those um, are uh, in, in slide three. You have you asked me about these funny looking things with little bubbles on them. Yes. They are B-U-R-R, birth cells. Um, there we have also teardrop-sized um, cells. Now, what we saw is what you find on these two slides and further. Three and four, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, a collection of cells, of, of morphed red blood cells, and every single one of them is associated or can be associated with anemia, different types of anemia. Okay, now, let, me, let me stop you there. As a physician, when you saw this in the blood of these people, the graphene, the graphene ball that's taking in only more graphene, what is the clinical picture? What does this patient look like? What are they complaining? Are they, is there coloring off? Do they say they can barely go upstairs? What are they telling you and showing you clinically? Um, the, the, the profile um, is, is varied. If I start off with my youngest patients and I'm, I'm talking now about non-vaccinated patients. Yes, Unless all non-vaccinated, yes. Vaccinated. What we get are uh, our youngest patients um, is, have basically gastrointestinal complaints. Um, 
And that is also associated with some of these morph cells. Um, it can be related to ulcers, bleeding ulcers, and even forms of cancer. Um, and just out of curiosity, I did a, a blood smear, picked this up, and she did not have a single normal blood cell there. The whole slide was all with the cells. We'll be right back. Pharmaceutical drug guys just can't get enough They don't care if you live or you die Long as they get their piece of pie Mmm, my, my, my They convinced you it's the right drug for you But they didn't tell you what your liver goes through And just because some MD said jump body became a toxic dun. And welcome back to the last segment of today's edition of Your DIY Health here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. And uh, I go back to that video with Dr. Ruby and uh, the other gentleman, as soon as I figure out what I did with it. Uh, there we go. Um, if I can get her started here, there we go. Uh-oh. Now we have no sound. That's strange. Hmm. Let me make sure what's going on here. Your lips are moving, but nothing's coming out. And I don't know why. Let's uh, try refreshing. Oh, apparently something got muted. Let's see if we can... up here there we go this should fix it it should fix it but wait a minute outside there can be little fragments um it attracts it to itself then that cell wall will open and let it in it will absorb it and close behind it and then you start finding these structures inside it and then eventually these morph into an entirely different structure which can be as 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 large as 10 full microscope fields um, oh so my they are organized, they're highly selective, they're very, very selective. They will not let in anything other than the graphene uh, structures, than graphene particles. Oh, Dr. Philippe, I, I have a question, uh, but I want to go to picture four first. This is a picture of clumped blood cells, and then there's a, I believe it's a three-sided graphene with the uh, the luminescent gold tubes inside of it? Picture four. Yes. Tell me I'm about looking... what is this? This is the, the effect that um, graphene oxide in, in its in, in statin on Cindy in its original phase has on certain patients where it creates these, these uh, the, the microthrombus structures. And um, that is completely damaged blood. It is, it is not going to serve any purpose. It can't actually service um, organs or systems. It is actually lost to us. And this is the stuff that if it uh, coagulates ever further, 
starts being responsible for uh, um, uh, uh, thrombosis. And that is wow. what you see in action. What you see around it is um, deformed red blood cells. And um, uh, some of those um, are uh, in, in slide three. You, have, you asked me about, about these funny looking things with little bubbles on them. Yes. They are BURR B-U-R-R, BURR cells. And there we have also teardrop size um, cells. Now, what we saw is what you find on these two slides and further. Three and four, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, a collection of cells of, of morphed red blood cells and every single one of them is associated or can be associated with anemia, different types of anemia. Okay, no. let me let me stop you there. As a physician, when you saw this in the blood of these people, the graphene, the graphene ball that's taking in only more graphene, what is the clinical picture? What does this patient look like? What are they complaining? Are they is their coloring off? Do they say they can barely go upstairs? What are they telling you and showing you clinically? Um, the, the the profile um, is is varied. If I start off with my youngest patients, and I'm, I'm talking now about non-vaccinated patients. Yes, all non-vaccinated, yes. Non-vaccinated. What we get are uh, our youngest patients um, is have, have basically gastrointestinal complaints, um, and that is also associated with some of these morphed cells. Um, it can be related to ulcers, to bleeding ulcers, and even forms of cancer. Um, and... Just out of curiosity, I did a, a blood smear, picked this up, and she did not have a single normal blood cell there. The whole slide, the whole field was covered with her cells. It was not a normal slide, a slide there. She complained of fatigue. Uh, there were issues with, um, no doubt. with complaints. Then we move up. We had patients of seven, eight, and 10 years old. Um, there you moved, wait, wait, you moved up? You moved up from moved, what age? From four years old to seven and then eight to 10 years old. Oh my God. And, um, had parents who were not vaccinated, as did the little girl, the, the little four-year-old. Neither parent vaccinated, very okay. health conscious people. Okay, and wow. The seven and eight-year-olds um, had paresthesia, um, and uh, pins and needles in fingers. So those were uh, neurological complaints. Um, they were they had one side of paralysis as well. Now these were kids who were very athletic and no. high performance at schools and and socially very active so, as well. So, Dr. Philippe, because we really are blowing through the time with you, it's terrible. Um, mm -hmm. How are these kids and the and they're getting shed? This is from shedding. Are they getting yep. it at school from their uh, friends who are jabbed and the teachers? We believe that it could be uh, uh, the teacher who was involved because that was mandatory here. Um, okay. We, um, in the case of the little girl, there is an added question mark behind a 5G mask, which was erected outside the little playgroup. And that thing is actually functioning. Um, so we, we don't know if there is a nexus. It is a question. But it, okay, it Dr. Philippe, let me ask you this. Uh, I want to go back to the round, you know, the round circle, 
that that circle that was taking in all the graphene. It's very intelligent and selective. And then I want you to also, you know, the jump to picture six, which is uh, a bunch of blood clot on the left with this uh, uh, structure in the middle that is just like, looks like cloth. Um, it It's picture six, it's numbered six. Uh, but again, the whole lower left is a clot. I heard you say that on your mm -hmm. other interview. And this piece is just in the middle, it's graphene and some graphene pieces. Here's my question, Dr. Philippe, for you, because we have about a minute and a half left in this segment, if you can believe it. Um, yes. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the embalmer Richard Hirschman and several embalmers that have come forward since Mr. Hirschman, including uh, the UK uh, uh, embalmer, funeral director, John O'Looney now is coming out with it. We asked him back in the beginning of the year, he didn't want to get involved because he said his embalmers were scared. Now he's coming out, good for him. But Mr. Richard Hirschman first came out. He's finding these fibrous clots Mike Adams, who uh, is the founder of Brighteon TV and Natural Health, okay, the health ranger, has, did some incredible microscopy. He's in the process of doing chemical analyses. He's ruled out some things, Dr. Philippe, and I want to give you this. It's not a protein. He, he doesn't have it done yet. So we don't know what it is. We know what it's not. So let me run this by you. It's not protein, he said. It's by his tests. It's not fibrin. It's not amyloid. It's not platelets. Do you think there could be a connection between what you saw, this graphene piece, intelligently building itself by pulling in more graphene, and these fibrous, non-organic, they're not life forms, but they are multiplying? We have seen one, uh, one type of structure, um, and we've seen it in, in two different patients, and that was all we've seen, where it became quite sizable, and it actually pulsed. This thing was moving. Oh, you, you'll have to come back and bring that video. Well, uh, unfortunately, we only have pictures of it, not a video, because we never expected it. We've only seen it twice. But um, what we see is that this fibrous story, um, and we see fibrin alongside these structures, and that also helps, of course, raise blood pressure issues which is what they present with, what patients present with. Um, but what, what these undertakers, what these um, chaps have shown, I have not seen. Um, I have not removed. Uh, I know you haven't seen it, but my question is, do you think there's a connection with these graphene systems multiplying before your eyes under the microscope and what these embalmers are pulling out because they're not organic material. It's not a protein. I cannot think of any other cause. There is no other. It's vaccine. interesting, isn't it? Okay, Dr. Philippe, you're you know this is incredible. It's uh, very frightening. We haven't even gotten through all of the pictures, uh, but we're going to uh, have you over. Thank you for your generosity in a second segment, and we're going to take a take take a break, uh, and then we're going to come back momentarily. So we're with Dr. Philippe Van Welbergen in the UK. Uh, he has uh, been a leader. In, in this discovery of uh, the way our blood is damaged. And now he's coming forward with information that we, those of us who have not taken these shots uh, could very well be infested with this material. And he's gonna tell us if we're in trouble or not. So don't go anywhere, we'll be right back. <laughs> 
Well, I hope you're enjoying the first segment of the Dr. Jane Ruby show today. I want to talk to you about protect. Okay. Well, they didn't have that extra part in there. So unfortunately that's all we get, but that's some scary stuff. And that's something that uh, quite a while ago, there was uh, information out there that they were um, playing around with self spreading injections and i don't know if this is part of that or if this is just a side effect of the technology where just being around people who have been jabbed you pick up the negative stuff which is yet another reason why i'm hopeful for these iteracare devices because there is indication that one of the things they do is help uh, detoxify the body and help rid the body of heavy metals and other things that don't belong in the body. And it may very well be that these devices are uh, something that can be used not only to help those who have experienced uh, damage from these jabs, from having them themselves, but also just from being around someone who's been jabbed. And, you know, most people fit one of those two areas. You've either been jabbed yourself or you were smart enough not to be but unfortunately you've been around people who have and i know for sure that i have because every the first wednesday of every month i have a breakfast with uh, guys that retired from my police department and the vast majority of them have all had at least the first two doses some have been boosted uh, there's only one or two that flat out like me that refuse. Um, but for the most part, most of the guys, at least the ones that are older than me, have all swallowed the Kool-Aid and bought into the jab situation. And sitting next to them and at a close table, you know, and like I said, either through breathing or skin-to-skin contact, it's entirely possible that... Uh, I may have those things inside me myself and uh, makes me want to get a microscope and do a um, blood test. And I'm thinking here, um, the pastor of my church has been experiencing all kinds of health issues here lately um, that are pretty much unexplainable. Nobody, all the doctors, all the hospitals he's been to, nobody seems to know what's going on. But one of the main things he's experiencing is shortness of breath and just feeling totally wiped out all the time. And that would stand a reason, you know, there are people in our church who have been jabbed, unfortunately, and he's been exposed to them. And uh, in the course of going to hospitals to visit other people, you know, church members that are there in the hospital and stuff like that, uh, even though he's not been jabbed, he's been around people who have. And it is entirely possible. And during, while this was playing, I sent an email to his wife to say, hey, has anyone done any real blood work on him? Not where they're just doing testing, but when they're actually looking at the blood to see what's going on and if there is any kind of deformation of his blood cells like we're seeing in the images in this video. Because that would explain, you know, they're talking about uh, anemia and the, uh, the situation where uh, people feel tired and whatnot. If your blood cells are corrupted like that, they are not going to be able to carry oxygen like a normal red blood cell would do. 
and that would lead to shortness of breath, tiring as you go up and down stairs and doing anything strenuous. Um, it fits what he's experiencing, and if no one's looked at his blood, that would explain why they don't know what's going on. The problem is, even if they do look at his blood, it's questionable as to whether they're going to be honest about it because they would almost have to admit that it came from the jabs or being exposed to someone who had been jabbed. And who knows whether or not you're going to get anybody in the medical community to say that. But anyway, it may explain what's going on with a lot of people who are experiencing uh, lethargy, shortness of breath, and things like that. And by all means, if you are experiencing that kind of thing and you don't know why, this might be something you want to do is find a lab that will take a look at your blood and see, you know, go straight from your arm, straight to the microscope. Uh, do not pass go, do not send it anywhere. And uh, basically have them take a look and see what your blood cells look like. That may have a lot to do with what's going on. And if that's going on, then you got to figure out what do we do now to get rid of this stuff. And the two things that keep coming back to me is one, science-based clinically verified medical nutrition that has proven to allow the body to take out the trash. It helps you get rid of the things that don't belong there. And two, the iTeraCare device may very well help with that as well. So uh, another reason why it would be worth considering getting one of these little puppies. Um, some scary, scary stuff. Now shift gears here and go over to uh, Health Impact News. They've got an article here which stands to reason. World Health Organization declares monypox. Yes, that's uh, the K is silent. Global emergency after, get this, a vaccine is approved by the EMA, which is the European Medical Association or something. Outbreaks are only in countries that injected their citizen with Pfizer COVID shots. Imagine that. And supposedly only amongst homosexual men. Don't know whether that's complete, you know, and totally restricted to that or not. But the rollout of the monkeypox pandemic has been carefully planned and coordinated, much like the COVID pandemic of 2020, including having simulations on how this pandemic will evolve, much like the 2019 event 201, which simulated with almost precision accuracy how the COVID pandemic would evolve. This past weekend, the World Health Organization officially declared the monkeypox outbreak a public health emergency and international concern. <laughs> That's P-H-E-I-C. <laughs> An important uh, event had to occur before this announcement, however. And that happened on Friday last week when the Amer European Medicines Agency approved Bavarian Nordic smallpox monkeypox vaccine for distribution in Europe so that Big Pharma can continue reaping windfall profits from injections that are supposed to stop pandemics. This vaccine, while approved by the FDA in the U.S. and now by the EMA in Europe, is largely untested in the public, and there were very serious issues with rates of heart disease in the clinical trials, which are actually higher than the rates of heart disease for the experimental COVID-19 mRNA injections. 
higher. <laughs> Good grief. The World Health Organization has acknowledged that the injection is mostly untested and that those being injected with the injection now are part of the clinical study. In other words, y'all are guinea pigs for the purpose of data collecting so that researchers can learn more about the effectiveness of this in injection. And perhaps the most intriguing aspect of this planned and coordinated monkeypox outbreak was reported by the expose yesterday, where their investigation revealed that the only countries where these outbreaks of monkeypox are happening are only in countries where the Pfizer COVID-19 injection has been injected into citizens of those countries in mass injection campaigns. Russia and China, therefore, are allegedly not seeing these monkeypox outbreaks, and coincidentally, they did not mass vaccinate their populations with American-made Pfizer COVID injections, but used their own locally produced COVID injections. And now I have to hit the read more button and try and figure out where I left off. Uh, let's see here. I hate when that happens. Do, 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 do. Um, hmm. Well, monkeypox vaccine has higher rates of heart disease and side effects in COVID than the COVID injections, and the CDC wants to inject them into your children. The World Health Organization has acknowledged that the vaccine is mostly untested and that those being injected with the vaccine are now part of a clinical study for the purpose of data collecting. The official and official from the World Health Organization admitted on Saturday that everyone who received the monkeypox inje uh, injection is considered to be part of the clinical study for the purpose of data collecting so that researchers can learn more about the effectiveness of the injection. Tim Guyen, the unit head of Global Infectious Hazard Preparedness at the World Health Organization Emergency Program, said that the injection efficacy is yet unknown since it has never been used on this scale before. I would like to underline one thing that is very important to WHO, or the World Health Organization. We do have uncertainty around the effectiveness of these injections because they haven't been used in this context and in this scale before, Tim Guyen expressed. Guyen warned that uh, anyone who received the monkeypox injection is technically participating in a clinical trial to determine the vaccine's efficacy. And therefore, when these injections are being developed, that they are delivered in the context of clinical trial studies and prospectively uh, collecting this data to increase our understanding of the effectiveness of these injections. And perhaps the most interesting aspect of this planned and coordinated monkeypox outbreak was reported by the expose yesterday, where the investigation revealed that only countries of the outbreaks of monkeypox are happening in, uh, only in countries where the Pfizer COVID-19 injections were injected into those countries by mass vaccine campaigns. Uh, monkeypox is only circulating in countries where the Pfizer injection has been distributed and is being used to advance a technocratic great reset. And here's an article from, from the expose. Since around the middle of May, 2022, 
you will have uh, most likely heard or seen the word monkeypox mentioned numerous times in the mainstream media. If you haven't, then you're about to. <laughs> this is uh, because on Saturday, uh, 23rd July 2022, the Director General of the World Health Organization, Dr. Tedros, he's not really a doctor, overruled the World Health Organization to single-handedly declare the alleged monkeypox outbreak of public health emergency of international concern, or FIHAC. <laughs> uh, allegedly, for the first time since its discovery among humans in Africa over 50 years ago, the monkeypox virus is circulating throughout several countries, including the USA, UK, Canada, Brazil, Australia, and most of Europe all at the same time. Yeah, that should tell you something. <laughs> because when you have a pandemic, there's usually a ground zero where it starts and then it emanates out from there. For it to be in all these countries at the same time, it's because of the, the jabs. But it, uh, it just so happens that every single country where monkeypox is allegedly circulating is also a country that has distributed the Pfizer COVID-19 injection to its population, excluding some countries in Africa where the disease has been endemic for the past 50 years or so. World Health Organization has not received a single report of monkeypox from any country in the world where the Pfizer injection was not administered. Why is this? Well, it's most likely not because we're witnessing what we will soon be told is a second pandemic to hit the world within the past two years. It's because we're seeing the consequences of injecting millions of people with an experimental mRNA injection that causes untold damage to the immune system and public health authorities are now scrambling to cover up COVID-19 injection-induced shingles and using it as an opportunity to advance their technocratic agenda of implementing the Great Reset. Click the image below and take a good look to compare which countries have reported cases of monkeypox to the World Health Organization since May 2022 and which countries have distributed the, covert, or the Pfizer COVID-19 injection. And <laughs> let's make this a little bit bigger. And sure enough, every place that you're seeing monkeypox is where you're seeing the injections of the jabs. Map one showing main distributions of Pfizer injection approved in country, 85 countries. By the way, I'm going to put this into the um, chat room and also onto the Telegram channel. Oh my goodness, we are out of time. We'll be back Thursday, two days from now. Same that time, same that channel. Take care of your bodies because it's the only place you have to move. Have a wonderful day and God bless you. See you soon.